by you because you're a good girl. Tonight, we pray that you speak to us. Stay up our faith. May we grow up in your word. Let the power of the Holy Ghost be our portion. Bring answers to questions. You are the way maker, make a way for us. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Shake the hands of five people and say, You have come into glory. The power of God is your portion. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Ileso maski brasi ka baba. Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you ready to be blessed? God is about to release you onto higher levels. Oh, you didn't say amen? Amen. Do you have a Bible? Okay, get hold of a Bible and say, this is my Bible. Hey, hmm. People are pointing to the screen, people are pointing. You must have a hard cover. Look at me, your pastor. I have a solid hard cover Bible. It's a study Bible. Uh, it's good to read the Bible from uh, uh, notes, pad, books, and phones and things. But uh, it doesn't enter you properly. Uh, the one which enters you is... The Bible said this book of the law. It didn't say this tablet or this phone. <laughs> so this is my Bible. It contains the word of God. I am what he says I am. And I can do what he says I can do. I'm about to receive the rich I'm feeling. Word of God. That will turn my life around and give me an inheritance in the kingdom of God. My life will never be the same. Never, never the same. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, in Proverbs chapter 4, I'm talking about the battle of words. Someone say the battle of words. Okay. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, he says, My son, attend. I like it in the King James, pure King James. My son, attend to my word. That means that give attention to my word. Say somebody, give attention to God's word. Incline thy ear unto my saying. To incline, it means to bow. Is that right? So it means submit yourself unto the word of God. So don't only give attention to the words of God by reading it, but you must also submit unto it. Amen. Uh, Bible says, don't only be hearers of the word, but be doers. Okay. Then say, let them not. You see, this is the way the word of God is going to benefit you. Hallelujah. So it says that, let them not depart from your eyes. That means that you, you, your, your focus must always be on the word and nothing else. Why is this so? Why, why am, I, am I saying so? Because one time... Peter saw Jesus. He saw somebody walking on the, 
on the sea and and he was scared they were all scared and then when they found out that it was Jesus Peter said Lord if it is you bid me to come to me and then Jesus said come and Peter started walking on the water Peter is the only human being apart from Jesus who has walked on water and why was he able to walk on the water because he was obeying the word of Christ which said come so when he said come he started walking on the water he was able to overcome Archimedes law of flotation is that right that when the density of an object is greater than that of the fluid it's got to sink but this time there was a supernatural upthrust which ensured that his body was suspended on top of the water that was God's word. That means that God's word is able to overcome natural conditions. But the Bible says that when he saw the boisterous storms, the movement of the waves and cold, when he saw it, instead of focusing on the word come, which Jesus has said, when he looked at the elements, the movement of the elements, he got frightened and he started sinking. And the Lord had to get to his rescue. So the point here is that let not the word of God, when you do not focus on the word, you will sink. But when you focus on the word, the word will become a solid ground for you to work on. May you work on a solid ground. That's the reason why when the Lord asks Moses, so what do you have in your hand? He said, it's a rod and he stretched it forward. But when he stretched it forward, what happened? The, the sea parted into two. Elijah's mantle also parted the water into two. You, so you could see that the word is able to have a creative power. Amen. Then he said, number four, keep them in the midst of thy heart. So you see, at the end of the day, the word of God must be located in your heart. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Why? The heart is the place of incubation. The heart is a place of productivity. So he says that keep them in the midst of their heart. Why is this so? Verse 22. Because they are life unto those that find them and health unto all their flesh. Some version says that they are medicine to their flesh. So the word of God is medicine. Amen? And as you take medicine, you go to see the doctor and the doctor will say, take this tablet two times, two, three times a day. And you go about it rigorously. That is what gets you healed. You don't take all the six tablets at a go. And you don't say, also, I've taken two. So the, uh, the other two courses, you know, it's, it's okay. You go by them. In the same way, too, it is important to learn to eat the word of God systematically. And as you take the word of God systematically, you build up. You don't eat one heavy meal to put on weight. You eat... A meal at a go, a meal at a go, a meal at a go, and then, you know, you keep healthy, you keep strong. Is that right? Good. So, the word of God is life unto those who find them, and health to all their flesh. Then verse 23, let's all read it together. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. This is actually where we are coming to. Amen? Tell your friend, keep your heart. With all diligence, 
For out of it are the issues of life. Look into the eyes of the fair person and say, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Amen. Now the heart here is not the pumping station which contains the pulmonary arteries and go. Is that right? The vena cavus and all those, that's not what he's talking about. The heart here is talking about your inner man. It's talking about your spirit man. It's talking about who you are, your rear you. So he says that keep your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. So the issues of life, they emanate from the heart. Amen? That means that what comes out of your heart is what you are going to become. And so what enters your heart is important. Because whatever enters your heart is going to control you. Tell your friend, whatever, so write it, say, whatever enters your heart will control you. So control what enters your heart. Uh-huh. Whatever enters your heart is going to control you. Now, how many people have played chess here? Or they know how to play chess? Okay. Now, when you are playing chess, the object of the game is to capture your opponent's most valuable piece. And that's the king. Is that not it? So all you are doing is to go in for the king. And once you are able to catch or the king or secure somebody's king, it means the person has lost the game. In the early 1900s or so, historically, the British came and they tried to fight the Ashanti Empire, tried a number of times and they were not getting breaking through because they were very tough you know, emperor. But eventually, they managed to arrest the king, capture the king. I believe it must be Prempe the first. And took him to Seychelles Island. In capturing the king, they had literally dominated the whole Ashanti Empire. Because when your king has been arrested, what else? They actually even uh, took the golden stool of uh, so many other things. So you realize that in taking the Ashanti king, they are taking the soul or the heart of the kingdom. And so what the devil does is to try to capture what rules you. Because the kingdom rules. And we said, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the what? Issues of life. So if your heart is what rules you, and somebody is able to capture your heart, then the person is going to rule you. That is why when a woman gives her heart to a man, and he doesn't give her heart to a good man, she is ruled. The Bible says, your desire shall be to your husband. So you can have bad rulership. And you can have good rulership depending on who captures your heart. That's why, ladies, you don't just give your heart to just anybody. And I keep telling you that you must test 
trust and entrust. You don't give your heart to a man because the man has a chest of a Hercules. He's six foot five. He speaks with a baritone voice. Hello, baby. He said, I don't know what it's not like that. Amen. And the gentleman too. Don't see some woman with the waist of a wasp. Soft-spoken. How are you? I'm very nice. You are good. Onale, beautiful. I'm telling you. That is a pretentious person. Somebody that will take you to your grave very early. Yeah. If you don't know. By giving your heart to the person, the person will rule you. So it is important to guard your heart. Know what enters your heart. And who and what rules your heart. Because whatever enters your heart is going to rule you. That's why the, the nice words of the man, when it enters you, it will rule you. Whatever enters your heart. Amen. Am I teaching here? In Ecclesiastes 8.4, the Bible says, where the word of a king is, there is power. So, once the Ashanti king was captured, their power had been taken away. When the enemy is able to control you, control your heart, he's taking away your power. Now, what you have to understand is that you have an enemy who is trying to gain control over your most valuable asset, which is your mind. Tell somebody, your most valuable asset is your mind. Good. And the devil is your enemy. How do I know that? Ephesians 6, 12 says that we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Second Corinthians 10, 3 to 5. He said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of world stronghold. Now, what's your most valuable asset? Your mind. So, if Satan is looking for something, what will he do? He will capture your mind. Satan uses, how does he capture your mind? He uses words to try to influence you against God's word. And if you yield to his attempts, he succeeds in defeating you. Amen? And so, your job is to employ a strategy that will keep Satan out of your mind. Satan wants to gain your mind. Hello? And your job is to get Satan out of your mind. And the way to get Satan out of your mind is to refuse him access. Refuse his words access into your mind. Because once he gains access into your mind, you are done for. You are done for means you are finished. Hello? Every day, Satan launches multiple attacks 
And what he does is he tries to influence your thinking. That's why the Satan will influence your thinking. He influences your thinking in order to move you away from God. How does he do that? He uses circumstances. Number two, people. Number three, your past. He uses circumstances. Sometimes you are there. And then you'll be wondering, oh God, when? When will I marry? When will I have, I have children? When will I have my own house? When will I have enough money to do this? When? So I say, when? And so you see that sometimes you look at your mates and how far they've gone. And you, you, something, you think that life has dealt a bitter blow at you. You think you should have been a lot better. So Satan will bring circumstances. Satan will bring people. Sometimes Satan will even use your family relations. Satan can use your father, can use your mother, can use your husband, can use your wife, can use your children, can use parents, good friends. Every time I call you, you are at church. Hello? Well, is the church yours? Even the pastor doesn't hear us. Every day, church. And right now, I know even as we are having this 31 days prayer, the devil is either speaking to you. Why? Why don't you have any other life than every day to be in church? You may have some friends. Maybe your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Every day, every evening. So when are we going to have some time, quality time together? It's the devil who is talking. Yeah. If God doesn't protect you and something happens to you, can you have quality time without your boyfriend or girlfriend? If you are crippled and you are lying down or you are paralyzed or you are comatose, you have entered into coma, now converse and let's see. Are you getting me? Yeah. So what we are doing, we are launching out spiritual warfare to be able to deal with the attacks of the enemy and also declare things for a change in our destinies and speak into our future. Amen. Yeah. But circumstances will be speaking to you. Friends will be speaking to you. The devil himself will be speaking to you. And you use your, your past. Sometimes as you are there, you are worshipping or you are there, then the devil shows you something you did five years ago. Has it happened to you before? He said, look at you. He said, I, I, are you really a Christian? Remember last week, the way you were insulting somebody. You are standing here, you are doing yabi yabi there, you are a Christian. Yeah. Do you remember the time you said that? Let's put Christianity aside. No Christian should ever have that language again. If you say let's put Christianity aside, it means that put your life aside, mean die. Because Christianity, if you're a Christian, that is your life. Amen. Say, we are made Christian I will remove my Christian dress. Why should you remove your Christian dress? Why should you remember? So there you are, go to church and come. When I come, I'll remove the dress. <laughs> and then I come, and, I come and face you. Please, let's let the word of Christ govern you all the time. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen? Am I teaching something here? Yeah. yeah. I want something to enter into you. That's why I'm not in a hurry. Amen. Yeah. Ephesians 3.20. 
He says, unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or what? Think according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him that is able to do. So God works according to what? Our thinking, not only asking. What you think about, you ask. Is that not it? Yeah. So God works with our thinking. So what you think about is important. Tell your friend, what you think about is important. But one key thing you have to understand is that God wants you to have a good life. Tell somebody, God wants me to have a good life. I believe that every parent wants to have, let their, their children have a good, a good life. Amen? And when you read Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 10, Ephesians 2, 10, it talks about the fact that God has promised us a good life. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should work in them. Do it in Amplified, if you do have the Amplified. We are God's workmanship. What does the Amplified say? Read it with me. One, two. For we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship. Tell us what I'm God's handiwork. That is why nobody should tell you that you have a, a, a big nose and you should have a problem. You are God's handiwork. Amen. This is why you've got big... Thick lips. Now, when you, the British, the, the, the whites are injecting their lips, so they are, they, are, they are fuller lips. So if you have thick lips, praise the Lord. If you're a lady, you have thick lips. When you put the lipstick, lipstick on, it will show better. Amen. Amen? Yeah. You are God's own handiwork. The way you are, you are special. Bible says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. Like yourself. One important thing is that you've got to always have a good self-esteem. Amen. Amen. Have a good self-esteem. President Roosevelt's wife said that it is you, nobody can make you look down on yourself. You, you have to look down on yourself. Is that right? Yeah. You have to, you have to be strong in your mind. What, 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 what is the parameter, you know, or the measurement of beauty or whatever? What you call beauty in, in Ghana, some people don't see it elsewhere as beauty. Go to the Maasai and see. What they call, you will see them the way they, they, they measure beauty is not the way you, you see it. Amen? Yeah. So Bible says, we are God's own handiwork. Recreated in Christ Jesus. You, know, you have been recreated in Christ Jesus. Amen. That means I'm born anew. That we may do those good works which God predestined or planned before us, taking paths which He prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them. Living what? So we have been called to what? To live the good life which He prearranged. And he made ready for us to live. So there's a good life that God has what? Pre-arranged and made ready for us to live. Tell somebody it's a good life. It's not a bad life. Yeah, it's a good life that he pre-arranged. Not he will pre-arrange. He pre-arranged. And when you get into the story of creation, you find out that man was created and put in the Garden of Eden. 
Someone say Eden. Eden. Genesis 2, 11 and 12. And the Garden of Eden, Eden means voluptuous abundance. The Lord God planted a garden toward the east in Eden. Eden means delight. Eden also means uh, his presence. In the presence of God is fullness of joy. God, if Eden means his presence, then it means that there's no lack. Amen. Amen. And there in Eden, he put the man whom he had formed or framed or constituted. Hallelujah. Verse. Next verse. Okay. Now jump to verse number 10 and 11. Let's look at it. Now, in Eden, what happened? A river went out of Eden to water the garden. And from there it was parted and became into four heads. I mean, it's had tributaries. And then the name of the first was Pishon, that which encompasses the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. Yes. So there was gold in where? Eden. And the gold of that land is good. And there is Delium and then the onyx stone. Then it measures, it talks about many precious things. It talks about the second river. So it's talking about the fact that in Eden, there were beautiful things there. Amen. So it means that the original plan of God for man was not a life of suffering. Amen. It was not a life of lack. It was not a life of want. Man was created and put into a garden of abundance. That was before man sinned. Man was put in a garden of abundance. Man was put in a garden of voluptuous living. Man was put in a garden of more than enough. Tell somebody more than enough. That was God's design for man. But guess what? So God's original intent. And man, after God had created this, he put man in the garden and then in Genesis 1, 28, he said, let them have what? Dominion. Amen. God blessed them and God said, when he created man and put him in the garden, the Bible said, and God blessed them. So say, and God blessed them. The word bless means empowered. That's what they have been empowered. Yeah. God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue the earth and have dominion. Hallelujah. Have what? Dominion. That means I have directorship, have control, have influence over the fish of the sea and over every living thing. Praise God. Now, in order to overturn, so this is God's plan for man, to overturn this good plan that God had for man. And man was living in a nice place. So, let's say God created you in Ghana. I think one of the nice places would be Trasaco. Is that right? They've got nice houses. But I don't think they've got any lovely trees. I think uh, if you, uh, you had a house in some bushes somewhere, it would be a better quality life. You know? But let's say in terms of building Trasaco. Is that right? So, let's say you are living in Trasaco. You have your swimming pool. Yeah, you have some big, bigger land where there'll be avenue, avenue uh, uh, plants 
and things like that. There's some nice garden and, uh, you know, different, different good, good things over there. Is that right? And the devil doesn't want you to stay there. If the devil doesn't want you to stay there, all he has to do, or if some friend doesn't want you to stay there, all the friend has to do is to come and tell you some funny story, get involved in a crime, or do something to obey the, disobey the word of the state. And if you disobey the word of the state, you'll find yourself in prison. So when you find yourself in prison, it means that your life has been degraded. You have moved from that Eden to a new kind of life to a lowered life, to an imprisoned life. So what is it that caused the person to move from Trasaco, to move from a very nice place into a very difficult, challenging place? It is the words. So Satan came to man with words in Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 6. The Bible says that he came and said, he came into the garden. said, the guy is bad, oh. He came into the garden where they were and then came to the woman with subtlety, with cunningness, with deception. And to be deceived means to be made to believe something which is not true to be true. And then he asked the woman, hey, are you there? Has God said you shall not eat of the tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees. You see, how did Satan start to deceive the woman with words. Someone say words. words. He said that he said to the so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to arrive at something. But I want you to get the whole concept. Amen. So that when we are praying, you will understand the efficacy of our prayer. When you say anything, you will understand that some power is being released. Amen. So, the, so he said to the if he said to the woman. Has God said, and the woman said, we may eat of the trees, of the fruits of the trees of the garden, verse 3. But of the fruits of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said, have you seen? So you see, this is where to where. The serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. Eh? For God knows that in the day you eat then your eyes shall be open and you shall be as God knowing good and evil. You see the more that the woman was having a discourse with the devil, the more she was believing him. So the more you keep listening to the wrong things, the more initially you begin to argue because she was arguing and said God has said but with time what you are arguing against you begin to accept it. And that's the reason why you do not listen to the wrong things. Hello? If an unbeliever girl comes and says, I like you, whatever. You say, I don't. Stop talking. If an unbeliever boy, Esther, do you have a boyfriend? It's a question. Eh? It's a question. Eh? You have a boyfriend. Somehow. Hey! Somehow, boyfriend. <laughs> are you considering or you are? <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, are you here with me? 
It's under scrutiny, eh? Yeah. Praise the Lord. What was I saying? And I got there. <laughs> Esther has confused us. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if an unbeliever, let me tell you. Doreen, if you keep listening to that boy, you can sing. You are beautiful. You are this. Before you are, you'll be converted. Yeah. You, you, the, the devil knows about persistence of words. Because you see, every word the person says, your heart is like a garden. Your heart is like a soil. And so, so long as you hear it, it's being planted. The reason why it is very difficult to deal with bad things when you hear them is because as you have, the more you hear it, the more it is planted and it, it gains roots. And oftentimes, what you do is that you chop off the top, but the root is there. And you to keep growing. And the way to be able to overcome it is actually to bend. You see, when it, they are, they are uh, farming, they, when they employ the fire, you know, the heat of the fire is able to go down and deal with the roots. That is when it's able to... So unless the power of the Holy Ghost really overshadows you, very strongly, I'm telling you, the wrong things that have been deposited in your heart will bear fruit. And that's the reason why you do not listen to the wrong things. And we keep telling you, like in church, you'll be so surprised. You came to the church very excited. You love the preaching. You love the pastor. You love. And somebody say, this, this guy is a bad guy. This guy is a thief. This person is this. Hey, you don't know what they did to me. They don't, what, they, what they have done to this person. You keep listening to it. You keep listening to it. You keep listening to it. I'm telling you, you will believe it. Initially, you know it's not true. And you'll be fighting it. But after some time, you begin to reason. And some way, somehow, the person may act in a way coincidentally. And say, ah, we told you. He has acted exactly. That the guy has acted the same way. So, guard your heart. With all diligence, protect your heart. Don't listen to the wrong things. Amen? Amen. If you keep listening to the wrong things about people, you will never love them. You will never like them. Hello? Yeah, you will never like them. You will never, you will never like them. You, will, you, you can just be there, but you, you only use them for your good, but you will never like them. Do you know that some people, they work in some place. Many people work in Ghana, but they don't like their, people, their place they work. Every time, they work for a company. They work for a boss. Every month ending, they get salary from where they eat. And yet, they're always saying bad things about the place. Resign, go and sit down. Go and sit at home. That's all. Why? Why? You, so, you, somebody has employed you. You are a shop assistant. You are whatever. Every time you are speaking against your madam, go and have your own shop. That's all. Go and have your own shop. Go and have your own company. If you are in a church and you think you have issues with the church and you every day you are, don't attract evil spirits. Don't attract bad things by just talking. Then stop it and go and look for another church. There are many churches. There are many churches around. That is why the church gates are very wide. Yeah. Do not do listen. 
Do not co congregate people about people and then the, the, this program, this is the, we don't like it, and look at the way they are, and look at the... Uh, the only way you can discuss anything about the things of God is what can we do to make it better? By prayer and physical activity. And not this and this and this and that. Are you, are you getting me? Yeah. So that you do not attract some alligators in your house. And some things will fight you. Am I teaching something here? Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of the heart are the issues of life. Amen. Amen. Are you flowing with me? So, Satan prompted her to doubt God. And in verse 6, the Bible says that, Genesis 3 says, When the woman saw that the tree was good for food, pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wife, she took of it and gave also unto her husband with her. So you see, if you watch a scripture carefully, Satan didn't tell her directly to go and take it. She suggested. He suggested. So I say, suggestion. So you find out that many people, when they are telling you something, they are suggesting. It's a suggestion. It's a suggestion. And the suggestion will, will sow a certain thought in your heart. Amen. Amen. So, like I said, the more Eve listened to the enemy's lies, the more curious she became. And you know women can be very curious. Ladies can be curious. The more curious she became. And in her temptation, she influenced Adam's thinking. And his thinking influenced his actions. And he followed her into sin. First, the devil will come to you with a thought. Someone say thought. Listen. The devil will tell you, kill yourself. You are hopeless. Finish yourself. What have you achieved all this while? But erase that thought quickly. Whatever you are going to become is to start with a thought. When you sow a thought, you will reap an act. When you sow an act, you will reap a habit. When you sow a habit, you will reap a character. And when you sow a character... You reap a destiny. Your destiny is a result of your thought life. I'll say it again. So it starts with thought, if you are writing. Write thoughts, then do an arrow dash. It will give you what? When you saw a thought, you reap what? An act or action. So that your action is, based, is coming from where? Your thoughts. When you saw an action or when you saw an act, you reap a habit. Is that right? Good. So do the next arrow. A habit. And when you sow a habit, do an arrow. You reap what? A character. And then do an arrow. And when you sow a character, you reap what? A destiny. So you realize that your destiny is, a, is, is, is start from where? Your thought life. So your destiny, write it. Your destiny is a result of your thought life. Your destiny is a result of your thought life. So let's say together, when you sow a thought, you reap an act. When you sow an act, 
you will reap a habit. When you sow a habit, you reap a character. And when you sow a character, you reap a destiny. So your destiny is a result of your thought life. Amen. When you sow a thought, yesterday I watched something, a lady who was stealing in church. Yeah, she was stealing from another lady. You are sitting now. And she was just, just, like, just sitting like that. And I was watching. And then, you know, you open the zip. And the, the, and the ladies were seriously worshipping. That's what worshipping. So you are worshipping. Then, yeah. then she pulled, she pulled the, the phone. You look at it. Took the woman's phone and put it in her bag. Then I just went in there. Worshipping. <laughs> and then the hand went in again. And took another one. The woman had two phones. The, I took it. So, as we were worshiping, she was stealing. What was it? She had sown her thoughts. Her thoughts caused her to act. Are you getting me? Now, her action now, because she was not caught, she can now be coming to church and now be, be still, be pilfering. So, she, it will become her habit. Is that right? Because her habit is something with that word. You do constantly. And then, when you do something constantly for 21 days, anything you do consistently for 21 days, continuously, it will begin to, it will become part of your character. That is why when we wake up, what do we usually do? We'll pace. Is that right? Some people too, what do they do? They eat. Yeah. There are families that if you don't bath, you don't, no bathing, no breakfast. But there are some people too, the moment they get out of bed, the next meal. That's it. Where's the Friday? Where's the this? They have to eat. They say, and their philosophy is that you must eat. After you have eaten, then you brush your teeth. You know? You know? So, so you realize that the thoughts you sow are very important. And is this woman, when she's arrested, what will happen? She will end up in a prison. That's her destiny. So her destiny started with her thinking pattern, the way she was thinking, her thought life. So in a church, for instance, the way you think can let you stay here and love the church. Or one day, you'll be out of the church. Are you getting me? So when you love the church, you used to come close. You are sitting in front, getting close to the pastor, and then you move one step, and one step, and one step, and one step. Then we know that you are on your way out. Sometimes even when you come, you can even hold the church pillar like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You are just like, oh. No, you see, if you are in this thing for anybody in, in, involved in any profession, he knows all the tricks, he knows all the things. You know, yeah, you, you can see, you see some, some of them, and when you see their faces, and they, they, you know, yeah, you, you can see, and then, and when people are laughing, you know, people are like, you are not, mm. it's like, so it's like, what are, what are they laughing about? What is, uh, yeah, they, they are turning to statue, and they, they, sometimes they are, you see them, they are there, and you say, yeah, yeah. you can see that, Charlie, this guy, they are just on their way out. It is only their body that is here. Yeah, and if you had the opportunity to say that, brother or sister, I think it would be good to go, don't you think so? Yeah, help them. Yeah, you help them. So, such people, very little thing. 
they, they make a mountain out of a mole. Something they used to laugh about becomes a big issue. Why should they do this? Why did they greet me this way? And they did this this way? And it means this. And they gave this thing to this person and they didn't give it to me. And they did this. No, no, no. You have been poisoned. My pastor always says it. And you see, you have to be careful you are not poisoned. Because it is very difficult to deal with poison. Yes. When your heart is poisoned, that's the reason why the moment somebody is beaten with, by a snake or something, they try to arrest the poison so that the poison doesn't climb. And every time the poison looks, locate, looks for the heart. Because once the poison enters the heart, you are finished. And there are some of the snakes or some of the poison, they travel very fast. So all you have to do is to avoid getting to a snake. Make sure that you have, you have, you are, you are anti-snake. Amen. Amen. Let me finish that with, for you. Hallelujah. Are you learning something here? So you find out that Satan was able to get the heart of man and get man to disobey God through, through what? Through words. His word showed what? A thought. The thought brought about what? An action. And which consequently led to a destiny whereby man was moved out of the garden. Amen. Amen. So, how did he get rid of man? By the power of suggestion. So, say, the power of suggestion. Yeah, the power of suggestion. Now, just as the Garden of Eden was Adam and Eve's place of abundance, so is the heart of man. The Garden of Eden was a place of abundance for Adam and Eve. So the heart of man is also the place of abundance. But depending on what you plant, the heart is a soil that has a potential to create great harvest. Write it. The heart is soil that has a potential to create great harvest. The word of God is like a bag of seeds. When it is planted, it will produce the desired results. So when you plant the word of God on prosperity, you will get prosperity. Amen. Do you plant pepper and get tomatoes? Hello? So if you want, if you want, you want pepper, where do you plant? Pepper seeds. If you want tomatoes, you plant what? Tomato seeds. Amen. Yeah. And so every word of God that we preach about, as you imbibe it, you water it, it produces a corresponding result in your life. And as you keep coming to church, hasn't your life become better? Most of you, your way you dress, everything has changed. Yeah. You, 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 you have become better in character, better in many ways. Is that not it? Yeah. Because of the word, the seed of the word. The seed of the word. So is the seed of the word. Okay. So now, God's word will change your life. Amen. Amen. When planted, God's promises produces the desired results. So the word of God produces what? Desired results. 
How do you plant the word of God in your hearts? You plant the word of God by number one, reading it. Number two, studying. Or let's say reading and studying. Number two, meditating on it. And number three, speaking it. This is where I'm coming to and then we are, we are done. Number one, read and study. Just want to read and study. Or you can make it number one, read. Number two, study. Number three. Number three, what? Meditate. And number four? Number four, what? Speaking. Now, there's a saying that reading makes a man. Is that right? Now, if you don't read the word of God, you will not know the word of God. And when you don't read the word of God and study and meditate on it, your prayer life will not be strong. Because you see, your prayer must be based on faith. must be a prayer of faith. And the Bible says in Hebrews 11, 6, that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So your prayer must be based on a substance. If you are praying for prosperity, if you are praying for healing, if you are praying for a husband, you are praying for a wife, you are praying for your business, what is the substance? What is the basis? It must have a basis. If you want beans, you must be able to have bean seeds to plant. Is that right? So if your marriage, if a good marriage is bean seeds, and you go and take corn, are you planting beans? No. So you must have scripture that talks about good marriage and plant it. You must have scripture, you can have good marriage but not have money or prosperity. So you must know scripture that relates to money and plant it. Are you following me? Yeah. You must have the right words in order to plant it. And whatever you plant, the word of God, whatever word of God that you plant, you are going to get a harvest of it. And that's the reason why it is very important to read the word of God. Amen? Read the word of God. And then you must study. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needed not be ashamed. So you must be a student of the word. Be a student of the word. Student of the word. If you cannot read, please get somebody to read for me. Say, please, can you read this? Read the gospel of John. Read this. Read that. Let people read for you. Amen. Let them read it in Chi. Let them read it in Ghan. Let them read it in Ever. Let them read Elabena, Yesu Christ. John chapter 3. Yeah. Verse 16. I'm quoting it in Ever. Yeah. Yeah. I learned it when I was in Goviafeko. When I meet the people, I say, Ella Bena, Yesu Christo, he hear me. Then I get stuck. Isn't it so? Yeah, for God so loved the world. Yeah. So it is important to have the word of God in your heart. Don't be overly pastor dependent. Because you may meet situations where there will be no pastor, no prophet, no whatever. And you must have the word of God. It is the word of God that you have planted in your heart that will exude out of your heart to be able to deal with the situation. Guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Am I teaching something here? Amen.
Tell somebody reading, reading. Study. study, meditating. Meditation. This book of the law, Joshua 1 8. This book of the law shall know what? Depart out of your out of what? Your mouth. But I shall meditate on it, what? Day and night. And observe to do. Oh, well, watch it, watch it, watch it. You see, you must know the Bible. See, I wasn't looking at it too. And I am saying it not because I'm a pastor. I learned it when I wasn't a pastor. Yeah. I learned it 15 years. When I was 15 years, I was reading. And the way to learn scriptures is that have a piece of paper, have a little card, and then you write a scripture on it. Whatever you want to become, look for a scripture and write it. You want your hair to grow, look for scripture on hair growth. Oh, you don't know the scripture for hair growth? Eh, I won't tell you. Go and look for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know one Christian sister. She was so thin. And when she wanted to put on weight, she found a scripture to, 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 to read. And then she prayed. And before you realize, truly too, she started putting on weight. She was becoming obolombus. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. The, the scripture... The, uh, that's scripture for slimming too. Yeah. Yeah. You want to know the scripture? <laughs> yeah. So look for the scripture. Is that right? Look for the scripture. Look for the scripture. Look for the scripture. It's very, very important. There are scriptures to get a car. Oh, you, you don't know it. Oh, there's scripture for that. It says that there's, there, there's an evil under the sun. That we have servants riding on horses and then princes what? Walking. Eh? And are you not a prince? Yeah. yeah. One of, that's one of the scriptures I used to get a car. My first car, when I got to us, I said, ah, how can, beg, how can uh, servants be riding on horses and the princes will be walking? It's, a, it's an evil under the sun. And somebody dashed me a car. Listen, this Bible, it works. So, you see, I'm taking my time today to teach you because every time you can be praying, but you can be praying faithless prayer. Because your prayer must be based on the word of God. SI here with me. Your, your prayer must be based on the word of God. God, your words. You see, when you go to the law court, the, the law is so apersonal or impersonal. The law does not know this person or that person. What he says is what he says. It works for whoever qualifies. So you must know what the word of God says. Is that right? You cannot be an ignorant, ignorant Christian. You don't know any scripture. You don't know nothing. When we quote this, you don't know. John 5, 24, you don't know. John 3, 36, you don't know. John 3, 18, you don't know. You are waiting for John 3, 16. I will mention that one. Yeah. You don't know Proverbs 4, 18, you don't know. You don't know Proverbs 23, 18. You don't know. Why? You must know it. But you know about football. You know about Shatawale. You know about uh, uh, Stone Boy and all those things. You know. Hello? Tell somebody, your heart is a garden. And whatever seed you plant, you get a harvest. Say the heart is soil that has the potential to create great harvest. Write that one. The heart is so. Write it in capital. The heart is 
soil that has a potential to create great harvests. That is why Job chapter 22, verse 28 and 29, what does it say? You shall decree a thing. The decree, what? Words are containers. Someone say, words are seeds. And words are containers. Tell your friend, your words, they are seeds. And your words, they are are containers. They contain things. Amen. Yeah. That is why you can say a word and somebody will laugh. And you say another word and a person will be angry. You say a word, somebody will cry. You say a word and the person will be laughing. Words are containers. Words are spirits. They are not just spiritual, they are spirit. That's why Jesus said in John 6, 63, the words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirits and they are life. And that's the reason why you have to be sensitive when you are talking. You don't just say anything. Just like that. Hello? Some words kill. Job 22, 28 and 29. You shall decree or you shall declare or you shall speak out a thing and it shall be established. It means that the things you say shall be what? Established. And it's true. You'll be so surprised. I remember when we were going to school. We used to have a friend and she started calling himself Chief P, Chief Pilot. And so we, he became his name, Chief P, Chief P, Chief P. And years later we finished school. And then we asked for him, that guy has become a pilot. He's Chief P, Chief P. He has become Chief P true. So what you are saying, so the way you address yourself, that's the reason why when God wanted to make Abraham the father of many nations, he changed his name from Abraham to Abraham. And he said, your wife's name shall no more be Sarai with an I at the end, but she shall be called Sarah. What she had to become, that was a description that was given to her. Amen. Amen. So if your name is not a good name, change it. Hello? Yeah, because you, you answer to that name. You say, my father gave it to me. But it's not a good name. Eh? I don't want to mention some name. They say that I'm describing some people. But there's some names, if you know, you know that. Some, some names is, is, uh, is darkness. Dim light. Why should your light be dim? When it has to be bright. Is that right? So you now look for a name. That's the reason why if you look at some of the, a lot of these Nigerians, you will see that somebody is called John something, John Paul something, all those kinds of people. That is not the original name. They have changed the thing. Yeah. They want to answer to something better. And it happens. And I've looked at names and people and realized that the name, people answer to their names. Their behavior. It goes by their names. So it's very important to have a good name. Amen. Yeah. Give a, have a good name. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee and the light shall shine upon your ways. So if you don't decree a thing, nothing will happen in your life. It means there's no light. It shall not be established. Listen, in the realm of the spirit, it is illegal for anything to be established when nothing has been said. That is why you have to get up, open your mouth and tell yourself, I'm going to marry a, a lovely, handsome man. He's going to love me and he's going to shower me with kindness. Keep saying it. 
Keep saying it. Keep saying it. If you have a beloved and he's not being very decent, say, I decree that my beloved will become this. My, 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 my husband, may he understand me. May my children appreciate me. I declare my parents, you know, to have this and that and that. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. As you are saying it, what you are doing is that you are watering in it. Amen. Amen. Don't get that because you see, when you say, Nabemon Tulege, Nabemon Hamagin, and no, 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 no. As you are saying it, so are you precipitating that thing in the person's life? So shall the person act that way. A man's belly shall be satisfied with what? The fruit of his what? Lips. So you will eat of what you are saying. You keep saying. What have you been saying? I remember when we were at the university, I had this friend, Eddie Samson. Very nice guy. He went, went and wrote some paper. He was an art student. So art students are not very good in mathematics, uh, mathematics papers. And he went to write something related to mathematics. And so I asked him, Eddie, how was the paper? And then when I realized that his language, he said it was, he was going to say something, but I said, stop it, stop it. Stop it. I said, Eddie, say I have passed. Say I have done well. Say it is well. Say I've run over. Do you know that when the thing came, he had passed and passed very well. Years later, I visited him in England. Then he said, Jacob, I remember something. He said, I was going to say something, but he said, you, you are the one who made me pass the example. <laughs> He said, I was going to say that Charlie, this paper that I bomb. <laughs> and, and, and that paper, if you bomb, you, you will not be given your degree. Yeah, you will not be given your degree. So I made him change his mouth to say, you see, the woman, the, the Shunammite woman whose son had passed. Is that right? Yeah. When she ran towards the prophet of God, what the prophet said, he sent a message and he said, is it well with you? She said, yes, it is well. Is it well with your husband? He said, it is well. Is it well with your son? Was it well with the son? But she said what she wanted to have. So she said, it is well. Yeah. It is well. Tell somebody, it is well. Mark 11, 23. You'll be a great person. That's why when your pastor tells you something, just believe it. As I'm speaking the word of God, believe it. Amen. Amen. Where is Shekinah? Is Shekinah there? See that young man there. I am the one I put him in my hand. I remember very well. Adla, come, tall guy, come here. Take over. Pastor Derek, take over. Look at him. Look at him in the house of God. Come. You see, this guy looking at his nice mustache and things. Could have been lining girls up and misbehaving. Yeah. Eh? But look at him, he has grown even taller than me. Yeah. I am the one. Wait, I am the one. The picture is there. Next time, come and Is it there? Show them the picture. I put him in my hand. It's on the desktop. It's on the desktop. When you go there, you show it to them. If they have it. And here, I put him at Labadi. Labadi. He's a Labadi boy. And I put him, I remember wearing some big dress and speaking over his life, speaking that you'll be a man of God, speaking greatness over him, declaring things over his life, that his life should be a, a life of righteousness, a life of orderliness. Yes. Do you have a desire? Yes. What do you do about desire? Do you complain about a desire? No. What whatsoever you desire, 
When you pray, believe that you'll receive them and you shall have them. So we are going to pray shortly. And when you pray, the moment you pray, you must believe that you have received it and you shall have it. You are going to prophesy at the car park and say, I speak my car over there. I speak my house over there. Whatever good thing I have begun, I'm going to finish it. I will finish my building, my house. My company shall be built. My business shall be built. It shall be well with me. It is well with my soul. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Stand to your feet, somebody. So, we are going to speak our desires. Just in a few minutes. Amen. Amen. Today's teaching service. That's why usually by 8 o'clock we are done. But we're finishing soon. Amen. Amen. You are going to speak your desire. Tell me, I'm going to speak my desire. Yeah. Just listen. If you know you are standing somewhere where somebody will jealous your desire. Or somebody will be worried about it. Move somewhere. I'll give you permission. Just speak your desire. Call forth things. Are, are, you declaring, are, are you with me? Call forth things. Pray. Listen. You know the kind of shoe you are wearing. You know your situation. And so don't let anybody just intimidate you and whatever. You think it's okay with them. But you, you want to lift your voice. Say, Father, in Jesus' name. Your word says, your word says that what things wherever I desire, when I pray, when I pray, and I believe, and I believe, I shall receive them. I shall receive them, and I will have them. And I will have them. So today, so today, as I open my mouth, as I open my mouth, I declare, I declare, enthronement, enthronement, anointing for enthronement, anointing for enthronement, and whatever I declare, and whatever I declare, let there be an establishment. Let there be an establishment. I pray your promotion. I pray your promotion. Your provision. Your provision. Your protection. Your protection. Your preservation. May angels, may angels be activated, to work on my behalf. To work on my behalf. I prophesy. Good health, good health, long life, long life. I prophesy, I prophesy, a wealthy life, wealthy life. I prophesy, I prophesy, the grace of God, the grace of God, the love of God, the love of God, the anointing of God. Wherever I pass, wherever I pass, I obtain favor, obtain favor. Wherever I pass, wherever I pass, I receive, I receive grace, grace. In the name of Jesus, every closed door, every closed to my next level, I speak to you, to be open now, I speak. I speak and declare, and declare the release, the release of, new lands, of new lands, houses, houses cars. cars. I call them forth call them into, my life. into my life. I pronounce, I pronounce a lift and a raise of my businesses. Let them come forth. I pronounce financial breakthrough. I declare that I revisit my origin of Eden, a life of Abundance, of abundance a life Alive. of uncommon provision, of provision in my life in the name of Jesus whatever fought my father and my mother and my my biological background minus me today I declare that I'm in Zion and upon my Zion there shall be deliverance so I declare deliverance I am free from every hole and every limitation of the enemy 
Say, I jump over every limitation. I leap over every wall. I overcome any trap set by the enemy in the name of Jesus. And now I take hold of my breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice. What you want? Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Declare your education. First class. Great place, great one, pray over your children. Pray, pray, lift your voice. Pray, Labo, Shakam, Baran, Dada. Come on, lift your voice and speak. Come on, lift your voice and speak. Debo, Shibadan, Babaran, Bosara. Hey! May you get your job. May you flourish. May the promotion come. May the promotion come. Speak the promotion. Speak the promotion. Speak the hand of God, the honor of God. Come on, speak it out. 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 Hey, Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Have dominion. Have dominion. Have dominion. Pray for divine favor, divine favor. Open heavens. May your life be like a water garden. Water garden. Water garden. May your life be a garden of the Lord. May your life be a garden of the Lord. Flourishing. May it be well with you. In the name of Jesus. Go forth, help us. Wherever you pass, may people help you. May people like you. May people favor you. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice, somebody. Come, Saba, Tondala, Tevarabatonda, Shabakadarababa. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, prophesy over yourself. Prophesy the glory of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. We prophesy the glory of the Lord. We prophesy the might of the Lord. We prophesy the power of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Isa Bukuda. Dabadika Dagada. Dagadika Dagada. Open your mouth. Come on, prophesy. You say, Lord, enough is enough. Sitting in Chatra. Enough is enough. Sitting in taxis. Now, Lord, I possess my own cars. In the name of Jesus. Hey, I possess my own business. Enough is enough. Doing hand to mouth. Enough is enough. Doing hand to mouth. Oh my Lord. Ika Badela Dazenda Bagandaga. Shabakadala Baba Hadaba. Zemaganda Gundo Bada Gada Guda Badaba. What you are saying, you are going to get it to. What you are saying, you will get it. 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 Lift your voice and talk to the Lord. What you are saying, you are getting it. You are getting it. Lift your voice and talk to the Lord. Lift your voice and talk to the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Simba Hataha. Kahandi Halaka. Go, go, go. Yes. 
Yes, two minutes more. Lift your voice. Hey, Yakama. Miracle worker. The God who makes a difference. He said, Lord, this 11th, 11th man is a man of divine intervention. Lord, let there be divine intervention. Divine intervention. In the name of Jesus. Imahandolish. Imahandolish. Shabia Tatiatia. Tabla Tatata. Ayakaya. Whatever you have begun, you will finish it. The school your children have begun, they will finish it. Hey, every good thing God has begun in this church, you will finish it. Lord, let the building project be finished. Let everything, let that be supplied. May we do them the next floor in the name of Jesus. And now, Lord, we speak every provision that is needed in your house in the name of Jesus. Lift a voice. 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 Sabahanala. One minute more. Shamahanala. That the Lord touch my life. Let your grace, let your glory rise upon me in the name of Jesus. Ikorosh. Hey. 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 Yamahobobo. The desire of the righteous shall be granted. The suggestion of the righteous shall not be cut off. Lord, I speak numerical increase. I speak that this whole church shall be filled with your people. We speak and declare that our car park shall be filled with cars, new cars, crusade vans, crusade equipment for the church. A church building shall be completed. I pronounce your God businesses for your people. Let your people have businesses. 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 In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Sabahunda Halakaya. We pray. Let them be owners of houses, of cars, uncommon favor, provision. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Son of the Living God. We pray your grace and your glory. In the name of Jesus, Kimo Sikanda, Tama, Ara <laughs> 
In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's lift our hand and make this declaration. Say, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, in Jesus' name. I declare. I declare. That I am a special person. That I am a special person. I am God's battle axe. I am God's battle axe. I'm victorious. I am victorious. And triumphant in Christ Jesus. I'm sitting in heavenly places. Far above all principalities and powers. With Jesus Christ. Say tonight. I come against. Terrors by night. And arrows that fly by day. And the pestilences. Or diseases. That move in darkness. A thousand demonic agents. Agents. shall fall on my side, fall fall on on my side. and 10,000 on my right hand side. Say today, today I, trample I trample upon spiritual lions, upon spiritual lions. Others, others, vipers, vipers. fiery serpents, fiery serpents. Beastly animalistic devils. devils. The angels of God angels that of excel in strength, that that excel in strength. They, defend they defend me always from demons, from demons. and none of them, none of them can, harm me can harm me because I'm the apple, I'm of, the apple of God's eye. Of God's Say today, today I declare, I declare I bind every spirit, bind every every spirit, spirit of, Jezebel, of Jezebel, strange men and women, assigned against my family, and assigned against my home. God gives his angel charge over me, and places his hedge of protection around my home. In the evil that flies over my house, may they fall and be incapacitated in the name of the Lord Jesus. I declare, I bind, and cast out the evil spirits of strife, misunderstanding, separation, violence, and divorce. Every satanic agent or witches in my region of abode, I command you to seize your oppression right now. In Jesus' name, I release the power of the blood of Jesus and I cancel the handwritings of the ordinances of the enemy when the enemy comes against me one way may they scatter and flee in seven ways I declare the coverings and the protection of God over my home over my marriage over my life partner in the name of Jesus I pray oh Lord every good thing you have begun in my life may you finish it perfect it for me 
Deliver me, Lord, from unfriendly friends. I neutralize and paralyze the spirits of envy, jealousy, and hatred projected from every guy, from every acquaintance against me. Any evil forces from my father's house and my mother's house and my community. Today, I employ the fire of God, the lightnings of God, the thunderings of God, and I scatter us in Jesus' name. Any evil forces that pretend to like me. Today, Today, I expel you, I exterminate you, I bind you out from my life. I curse the spirits of diseases and infirmities, the spirits of untimely death. I come against any spiritual storms. I speak peace against every satanic whirlwind, satanic storms, and Tornados in the name of Jesus. And I pray against the spirits of accidents and incidents, accidents and incidents of any sort and any form and any manner. And now I pronounce blessings over my life. These are my hands. Every business I lay my hands on shall prosper and be profitable in the name of Jesus, Jesus, because I'm a type A child of God, the spirit of mammon and devourer shall not affect my business. The law rebukes, and I also rebuke every every devourer assigned against me. I shall not be blindfolded spiritually from discerning any crooks, any crooks, any dupes, any parasites that have been sent to a Bezel, what is mine? I employ fire to burn them now in the name of Jesus. Say, I now land into the deep and I declare may blessings come to me from the east and the west. I prophesy to the four winds of the earth to blow on every dry bone of my business. Dry bones rise up. I speak strength. To every weak area in my business, in my finances, I command them to begin to grow, arise, and shine. I call for customers, clients, and contracts into my business from the four corners of the world. My business shall find favor in the sight of the Lord, in the sight of government organizations, conglomerates, companies. In the name of Jesus, I pray and prophesy that my business holdings shall turn over and make profits in their millions and their billions of currency. Today I call for dollars, pounds, euros. See this. Let them come unto me. In the name of Jesus, I shall be a market leader in my area of business. The Lord has opened unto me his good treasure, the heaven, to pour for rains over my life. From today, my life, my business is like a water garden. I paralyze the effect of charms and spams and spells 
spells against my business holdings. I decree that no witch, no occultist, no enchanter, no sorcerer, no diviner, no satanic agent shall be able to close down or diminish my business because my life and my business is dedicated unto God. From today, I am flourishing on all fronts. My business is flourishing. My home is flourishing. Our church is flourishing. My family is flourishing. I am profiting on all fronts. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Amen. Come on, let the Lord feel your, your hand of appreciation and praise. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Oh, is that the way you are celebrating? Give us a song of praise. Let's sing a song of praise. Let the glory of the Lord. Lord, rise among us. Let the praise of our King rise among us. Let it rise. Sing, let the glory of the Lord sing. Let the glory of the Lord. Let it rise. Rise among us. Let the glory, glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praise of our King rise among us. Let it rise. Sing, Let the glory of the Lord rise, rise. Let the glory of the Lord rise. Let it rise. Let the praise Let it rise. Let it rise. Listen again. Let the glory of the Lord rise upon us. Rise in my life. Let the glory Let it rise. rise among us. Let it rise. So 